If you've ever read the work of Zen Gardner, you no doubt are familiar with his tireless dedication to what many of us call the awakening. His words are beyond powerful, they are heartfelt, and they are resonating at deep levels with so many who are hungering to understand who and what they really are at this time of great transition. Now Zen has compiled those words, thoughts, and wisdom in his brand new book simply titled, You Are the Awakening. We had Zen back to continue the discussion about all of the dimensions of awakening, its twists and turns, and most importantly, why now more than ever, it's time to shift from neutral into high gear. I know a man named Zen. He speaks his truth from within. His smile is bright. He has incredible insight. And his tenacity to awaken will not be shaken by any who question his might. (laughs) This man I'm speaking of is none other than Zen Gardner. And he's back with us again to talk about the dynamics of awakening, as he so eloquently expressed in his brand new book, You Are the Awakening. Now, for all you Zen Gardner fans out there, and I know there are many, this book is the ultimate feast for the aware and for those who are still hungering to wake up. So welcome back, Zen. Thanks. What a beautiful little poem. That was really sweet. <laughs> I, I love that. It came naturally. You know, I just I, I have this thing for rhyming and especially when it's something positive and you are. So I had to do that. <laughs> oh, cool. How are cool. you doing, my friend? <laughs> really good. I've got a little poem I'm, I'm about to post. I'll read to you later. Oh, good. Okay. Like. Same thing. I love I love rhyming and I love the meter of words and yes, and weaving them together. But, you know, expressing obviously something that you're really you're sincerely feeling absolutely and you have speaking of which you really (laughs) expressed yourself beautifully in i'd like to say your number one new release number one have you gone to amazon (laughs) it's number one dude and for good reason for good reason. yes it's number one in its category it's it's a it's doing really well i'm very happy i'm hoping people will use it as a a handbook because a lot of people have been writing me over the years like well you know i need a I got down today, or I was a little feeling a little confused. I need, and they say I need a shot of Zen, mm. and, they'd, and they'd go to my timeline, which is this little clock icon on the on the website, and you can it's got the last two three years of articles uh, in uh, in uh, chronological order. <clears throat> but uh, it, I was really happy to hear that because that I mean I I write to inspire, I write to encourage, and. and I, you know, like you, I'm very em- empathic, and and I've had too many emails, too many conversations about people feeling isolated and misunderstood, and running into mm-hmm. difficulties in their marriage or with their children or at work. And how how do you reconcile this information? Right. It, it, once you've got it, it 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 rocks your world, and it should. And mm-hmm. uh, and then you've got to learn to. To start letting go of stuff that you found out is is part of the very thing that you've just learned about that is so destructive. So, and it's, it's a process we're all going together. That's the beauty of it. And when when you and even if you can't physically physically be with other people, we can share the experience. You know, we can we can we can have that uh, sense of camaraderie. But the next level, which um, I talk about a lot, is getting together physically, and that's mm-hmm. why I, I'm going out uh, starting. Uh, last year and this coming year, I have a lot of events I'll be going to, to to meet people and speak and get out there. We've got some ideas to do some guerrilla events in uh, um, possibly in Europe, 
trying to reach students in universities and, and just sort of moving about and uh, get, getting it out there, get this awakening spreading uh, and really conversing with people. Mm-hmm. At the same time, you learn what's really going on in people's minds and hearts. You sure do. Yeah. And that needs to happen. You're, you're right. I've heard you make mention of this before, Zen, that, you know, it's wonderful that we have this thing called the Internet and connecting through uh, the, the various social uh, platforms. But there is nothing like the, the, you know, eye to eye, ear to ear and heart to heart in the physical presence of one another where we can connect at another level. I think both have to be in play. So you're absolutely right. Well, you know, I want to we're, we're going to get into the specifics of this book and there's a lot of meat to it. And like you said, and I think this is a quote of yours, don't look at this book as a manual. Look at it rather as a reflection of what's really inside you. And, you know, I have to say, I've noticed in my years of reaching for, reaching for books to explain things uh, that at the deepest level, a lot of what I was reading and resonating with came from the fact that at some very visceral level, I already knew this. And this is right. what I think your book will really awaken in many people, a recognition or a recognition, right? Yes. Resonation is another good word. Resonation. When people... That's why I like to write and keep the articles current on what, what I'm going through, what I'm sensing in others, and uh, and uh, you know in the overall context, and take it apart in a way that um, sort of uh, addresses the personal experience, and uh, you know trying to help people interpret it and understand mm-hmm. it. You know, and not just to not feel alone, but to to understand it, and that, that when 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 you when you do that's the thing about truth when when you hit on it. You know, it it stands for itself, but it resonates. And it, when people get that heart resonation, mm-hmm. um, th- that affirms the very core of our being that is trying to come alive, that it, that wants to be free. And the more we can all resonate with that, as you well know, that this this heart knowledge, this heart living, and get out of our heads and l- leave the programming behind, because it is that simple. If we leave our mind back and push it back to where where it's supposed to be, as a servant, not as a leader. Then, then we can have that that type of uh, um, camaraderie and uh, co-understanding, and and so that's why things resonate when somebody sees a certain video, maybe mm-hmm. or or a certain combination of words. I mean, language is so powerful. So oh, it is. for me, and I've always been fascinated by it. That's why, and I've always I've always written and edited, but it didn't really blossom until my full-on awakening hit, mm-hmm. and that's when I could just relax, be who I really was, say what I really thought. Not for audience reaction, not to support some ego system or something. Just let it out there. And that's when it started hitting the mark and and, uh, having the effect. Yeah, I can tell you you tap into your heart as you're writing. You're you're a brilliant writer. Many of your fans know that. I have to ask you, did you write prior to... Uh, this chapter, if you will, of your of this genre, did you were you writing before that? Yes, um, I've always liked poetry. I've been a you know a, a non professional singer songwriter on and oh. off, and uh, uh, I've worked as an editor in jobs I picked up while I traveled around the world for twenty five years, and I've worked at news stations a little bit here and there. So just sort of, but I've always been fascinated by language. Always, mm-hmm. you and me playing both. <laughs> with, playing with words, puns. Yes, you know, making fun of stuff, and it 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 sets you free because you realize, like George Carlin says, you know, it's language is perhaps the most, um, uh, one of the most profound tools of the controllers. Yeah. So therefore, for us, it's one of the most important keys to unlock, 
to to set us free. So that that's why there's a lot of beautiful research out, you know, on, on the the roots of language, what words really mean, mm-hmm. what, the different syllables, what what they really stand for, what people are reflecting in the words they use and the expressions they use. It's remarkable. It's so eye opening. Mm-hmm. We realize it's just it's just you know it's, we're tapping into their 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 nervous system when we use their language uh, um, unwittingly uh, in an unaware sense. But when we wake up to it, it becomes a tool. That's right. And uh, that's what's always been fascinating to me. So, but I've always had fun with it. And uh, but now I can I can just relax and say what I really think. I, I don't. I'm not worried about censors or somebody coming down, <clears throat> coming down on my head about stuff. I, I, that, that rolls off my back because, you know, that's that's their problem. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It's not mine. Yeah. Getting, you know, getting back to this language thing, if, if you recall, I think our first conversation offline about three plus hours, we talked for a while about language. You and I share that, mm-hmm. um, that passion of understanding the root of words and the, the multiple meanings uh, when you really, <clears throat> excuse me, dig in. So yeah, I, I think something, something that I've pondered for quite some time is, <clears throat> forgive me, I'm going to have to really work on uh, shutting out these you-know-whats outside the chemtrails. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're yeah. prolific today. Anyway, um, I lost my train of thought. No, I didn't. Uh, language. I, language and um, essentially, you know, it's interesting. We, we think of words and the implications. When you say a word, your mind and body react in a certain way according to the word. But I also happen to think that the sound... As you, you mentioned, yes. syllables and the sound and how that sound, which is essentially a frequency yes, and, yes. and a vibration that your body and all that's around you picks up. So if people really had an idea as to how um, how heavy <laughs> words can be um, and empowering and disempowering, <laughs> perhaps we would uh, choose to use uh, different words and, and uh, or not say some of them at all. Yes, yeah, yes. This language, this language we're using now is almost like using an ancient computer with a black and white screen. <laughs> we're, we're, it's very crude. English, yeah. especially, is is and as you know, they've trimmed down the vocabulary. They've dumbed everybody down, and words have been twisted. To have, they originally had different meanings, and there was more words with with with, this, with similar meanings, so you could speak more lucidly. Mm-hmm. But but now it, it's been dumbed down and it's chopped up. So we're having to speak in these bits and bytes of, of very crude, um, uh, what do you call it, uh, you know, bits of information. Yeah, that's right. That, that, that could be conveyed. You know, it's like a, a couple making love. I mean, what words can express all the things that happen when, when, when people are making love? It, I mean, language would, be, would you know, uh, would be foolish to try, to try to explain that. So that, you know, a few words maybe could say it or... or a spiritual experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, ultimately, when when you get down to it, of any of the great teachers, they'll say there, it is whatever this this truth everybody's uh, seeking or trying to manifest. It has no definition. It has no name. It, it you, words only limit it. That's right. So, I agree so with very, you. Mm-hmm. So, so that, that very much is mm-hmm. the same, even even with concepts and uh, um, uh, you know trying to formulate what it is we're trying to convey. These are very, you know, very old primitive methods of communication that I think we're, we're going to transcend from personally. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. the intuitive, the intuitive is moving in really fast. This, you know, this heart connection, <clears throat> and it's something that I think we need to consciously make an effort to develop. 
because it is uh, it, it's essential. It's happening on its own, but I think when we recognize it and, and learn to honor it and develop it in any way we can, um, you know, often that's from just learning how to learning about silence and and uh, resonation and things like that. But mm-hmm. it's we're moving into something much more profoundly uh, meaningful, much deeper, much more effective. And uh, so people, a lot of people, uh, I mean, you can pretty much guarantee guarantee everybody their hearts are hungering for that type of communication. I think you're right. I think you're and, right. And, 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 be, and, and when there's a lack of it. Um, then, then it, subconsciously they're going, what's wrong? What's wrong? It's like, it's like a child being brought up in the world here that the parents don't know how to parent it and the, and the real true spiritual being that came to birth is neglected. Mm-hmm. It, right. it's, ab- it's abdicated. It's abandoned. Yeah. So we, all, we have to deal with abandonment issues the rest of our freaking lives mm-hmm. because and, and, and it's not all our parents' fault. They were raised that way. And the oh, it's multi generational. There's no question yeah. about that. And, yeah. But that that effect, it's it's a very it's that's very uh, it's very parallel to what we're talking about. This the unaddressed real us within us, the real you know, call it the real child, the real spirit, is is uh, needs to come out and know that it's okay. It's loved. Everything's all right. You can let the past go. The old experiences. The old programming. That's, it doesn't need to be sorted out. It just needs to be understood that it was off. It was off. Um, it was wrong. And now we can develop freely without fear, mm-hmm. uh, which is why they do the whole fear program, obviously. Right. Well, I want to get into that, but I want you know I want to stay on the uh, the intuitive and the heart a little bit more because you you actually weave a very powerful message in your books and and that's uh, in the midst of the absolute insanity something beautiful is happening too we know that something unprecedented uh, and that is the awakening and you even mentioned the sensations physical emotional even psychic that people are having as indicative of this shift so I want you to let's stay on this for a little uh, a little bit if we could particularly the psychic experiences people seem to be having more and more and the telepathy and this connects in with uh, perhaps these things will eventually be uh, or language will be replaced by these sorts of things so let's stand that for a minute yeah it's it's it one interesting thing that i'm just the last few days i think is a good example um l and myself and um people i've been corresponding with they're in brazil england uh Ecuador, uh, Holland, Spain, <clears throat> close friends that I, we, we can speak very, very clearly with each other in, in love mm-hmm. and, and understanding. But we've all been feeling this strange sensation of being in limbo yeah. and, and, a, and a difficulty uh, in, in concentrating <clears throat> and a, a sense of dizziness. And, yeah. uh, you know, this is happening to a lot of people. It's not just right now, but, but, the fact that we can share these kinds of intimate sensations and intuitive um, <clears throat> interpretations of what we're going through, heart to heart, that that's a manifestation of that kind of communication. Or like you know, I, I, I can write certain people and say, "Are you are you sensing something strange right now?" Yes. Are, are you? Is there something? You know, it's, it's not woo woo. It's not way. It's just sincerely asking. Are you are you sensing something? You know, and it, it, we're not talking. It, it can manifest physically, but. More often than not, it's it's sort of intuitive and you know sort of the, along the em, em, empathic lines, and you, you, uh, then all of a sudden I'll see comments on the website, or I'll get a few emails, or I'll read something, and the, all these things build to confirm uh, 
the presence of something you're sensing. And I often write from that perspective because to me that, that is as profoundly real as anything. And then I'll take the, the geopolitical events as evidence. And this is often regarding the awakening. That, you know, look, look what's happening. Look at, this, look at this news item. And look what this person just said. And look how this thing just fell apart. You know, some false flag thing. Or look, at, look how this, you know. And you'll see their contraptions collapsing while at the same time, you know, in many cases. Or um, just sort of a sense of... Uh, What's a good example? Right now, this is a sort of limbo feeling. It's a, hmm. you, there's sort of a floating sensation. Now, there's other things involved, obviously, because there is a, a super-duper um, electromagnetic warfare going on right now. <clears throat> and the, the chemtrails are part of it. And I realized the other day that the chemtrails put a canopy that not only hold the heat in, but and, and we noticed this the other day. I was saying, you know, we were both feeling really strange. And, but before the chemtrails came, came in, the, the new blanket... We weren't. We, we were okay, and I realized the EMFs that they're beaming around the place are mm. bouncing back and forth. We're in like a like a like a Faraday cage kind of thing where they're <clears throat> these things are be, being reinforced. So on a chemtrail day, or when as the atmosphere gets more toxic, it's more it it these uh, the electromagnetic magnetic frequencies, which are on all kinds of bands now, um, get more intense, and they really mess with us. They mess with our nervous system, with our minds, with our you know the, the whole neural process mm-hmm. that is part of our physical antenna, and you know for psychic people this is this is tough. And um, as you know, they, they've weaponized this and they actually target individuals now. And I have friends who know they've been targeted and can describe the symptoms. And sure enough, um, one good friend, uh, Oli Domagard, he's he went to a conference in Germany just a few months ago where it was all people who've been suffering from. From these personal attacks, hmm. uh, and each each of whom had been some kind of an activist or um, a, a government person who had who had uh, got you know left left the the uh, the matrix, and they've been targeted, and they all describe the same symptoms. Well, and tell if I'm sorry if, to interject, yeah. but let's go over some of those symptoms for anyone that may be listening that feels that they have been targeted. Uh, to some degree. Let's go over those again. What are you hearing in terms of the, the consensus of what the symptoms are? Well, I'm no professional on this. I wish uh, uh, I had Oli's brain for a second because he got a real <laughs> earful. But I know, um, and people have to be careful because they can get in a sort of a paranoid frame of mind, an unduly paranoid, I should say, because paranoia is actually a good state of mind. Um, they shouldn't be fearful about it and, and, and attach every symptom they've got to some kind of personalized attack. Right, right. That, that, that can really set you back on your heels and put you in a dark place. But, but they are capable of doing this. You can research it online. They, they, the 20, 30 years ago, years ago, they could park cars around somebody's house and direct energy. Oh, sure. I've, I'm familiar with uh, it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, old, that's old technology. Yeah. Now, you know, they've got all kinds of other stuff. But the symptoms can be all kinds of things. Confusion is one of them. Um, uh, people get migraines. Um, uh, we have a friend in Holland who has uh, already has compromised health issues, having worked as a, a pilot for many years, and uh, the air was so toxic that his, uh, his uh, um, immune system broke down. Mm-hmm which turned into a giant case that got headlines in, 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 uh, in Holland because it really exposed KLM for who they were. Hmm. 
and it was it was all covered up. But um, heart palpitations. It, 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 yes, heart palpitations. I've heard that. Yeah. Uh, you can get skin irritations. Yeah. Uh, any kind of a nervous condition <clears throat> can show up, but but it but what really disturbs people is when it, things start. They start to realize there's voices in their mind. Um, their dreams are affected, and it, it often happens during the nighttime for some reason. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's when uh, the the frequency bands are are free from the usual use, and they can concentrate on it. I don't right. know, right? But no. it's, it's it's something worth researching for people. I think it is. Yeah. It, it does. It, the number one thing people should always do is don't look in for the problem. Look look for what the real source of it is. People tend to um, get down on themselves and look at their personal issues and oh, I did this wrong and that wrong, which is that's the the beaten down religious mindset that, you know, you are a sinner and you were born in sin and you're bad and something's wrong with you and therefore this is your problem. And that's a mindset that has to be snapped out of. It's it's really important to, when you feel that kind of internalization of, of issues like that to look out. Look, look, look hmm. at your circumstances. Don't get all internalized to where it's me, me, me. You know, of course there are issues. We can't escape. We all have our dark side and things that... You know, it's not all love and light. This is this is a very real battle we're in. Each of us have our dark sides of years of programming and all kinds of, of dumb things we've, we've gotten into, willingly and unwillingly. But you, if we look externally and realize the, the warfare we're in the midst of, you know, it's it's like a soldier getting um, back in World War One. what they call it? Battle fatigue. Oh, before that, it was something else. It was uh, shell shock. Mm-hmm, that's right. Yeah, and it was it was honest. Then it became battle fatigue. Then it was you know post traumatic stress, stress disorder. disorder. Mm-hmm. You know, like they they made it more scientific sounding till it, it it didn't really relate anymore to the original issue, which was this poor guy putting in a war put in a war zone, forced to kill people and see his friends killed and blow things up. Who who if that if that doesn't disturb somebody, I'd you know I'd be shocked. That's right. They wouldn't but, be human. Well. <laughs> But, but we're in a warfare right now. We're in a very serious warfare. But you, you have to eat defensively. You've got to find healthy food. You've got to be selective. You can't trust anything out there. The labels, if it says organic, half the time or most of the time, baloney. You, yeah. you have to go to a small farm to believe it. Yeah, you're I mean, absolutely right. Even the labels. They, they put these long labels on things. Well, who knows what else is not on the label? Right. And it, it, who, who says what's on the label is true? I mean, where's Ralph Nader when you need him? You know, he's still working. <laughs> But you can't keep up with this crap because there's so few people, so so few watchdogs, and those who do speak up get slapped down or just ignored. So mm. each of us, it, it, that they, 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 their their old slogan, as you know, is divide and conquer. So they've scattered humanity in these pockets of darkness, where where they have to fend for themselves, and we're scrambling for information. And uh, you know, it, it, it's a real fight. This is a very serious time of of warfare, yeah. which is why. I write a lot about the rise of the of the conscious warrior because we have to rise to the occasion, shed the weights, let go of the stuff that can be attached to, which is unnecessary crap in our lives, you know, physically, spiritually, psychically, and, and, and every, every other way, to where we're not, we don't have stuff that's going to pick up this, these Klingons that they're throwing at us, and we're, and we're as much the you know the the warrior of consciousness as, as we can be, mm-hmm. and 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 have take a, a proactive stance, because if you're on the defensive, you've already defined the fact that you're going to be hit. We've got to be on the offensive, and it, it it's you know like like the age old saying either you're part of the 
problem or you're part of the solution. There really are no neutrals in this, in this warfare. You can't stand around observing like these trolls on the internet and people have nothing better to do <clears throat> than just to drag people around or distract people. Mm -hmm. it's, it, it is a very serious time of either get on board or, or, or you're going to get taken out. Yeah, and I, I do agree with you, Zen, but I would say that observation along with uh, act activation or action is is equally important too because i think one of the problems that we're dealing with is people are not observant they're not aware they're simply going through motions uh which which uh render them inert really so i, yep. I would say that observation or what i call awareness contemplation reflection have to go hand in hand in yes, order yes. to you know to be able to discern what's going on because this as you said war on consciousness and i want to stay on that for a little bit because i think you're right this is a very serious thing it's been it's been called lots of things spiritual warfare war on consciousness that's been going on for perhaps thousands of years so well, that's that's their ultimate plan I, yeah. I know a guy who was raised by Illuminati family and one day his mom who's from one of these uh, long bloodlines uh, and this is all provable um, you know she said well the ultimate plan of ours is to control your consciousness that it, you know, it, it's 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 to control your consciousness, which of course they're on a different wavelength. They, there's no way they can even comprehend what we're really about. But they, it shows that they understand our power and where it's coming from. So that that's why you can see so many things on our nervous system, our our minds, our education, um, diverting religions, phony belief systems, fake mm -hmm. hope, anything to divert our energy so we do not get that concentrated understanding that that focused grasp on on the power of our our conscious awareness but i want to say something about what you just said about how people are not you know they're not getting it because what's happening now is that people are going to be forced to face these things agreed hmm. uh, you know the props are getting kicked out and and and, and uh, as i say if that's what it takes for people to wake up so be it so be it, yeah. it it's yeah. it, it, it's sad and in america in particular um because they've been so bombarded so drugged down and, and so mind-controlled, so heavily for so long, um, we have a very schizoid populace there. Sure do. Dysfunctional. It, 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 Just dysfunctional. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, it's worse. It's psychotic. Yeah. You know, it, it's beyond cognitive dissonance at this point, right. in, my, in my opinion. I agree. It's, it, it's become really serious. And, and uh, so what's going to happen in the societal breakdown is, people's behavior is going to become more and more erratic. And I talk about this a lot. Even be careful driving. You don't know what you're dealing with out there. Mm -hmm. And if people are getting hit with all this stuff without any conscious awareness of it. Mm -hmm. and just playing along with it and going with the fear program and looking for terrorists and all this absolute BS. We're going to see a, real, you know, a massive schism, which we already are. But the, even those people are... In a way, it's like a universe working. This is a transition. You know, it's a, it's a huge grinding of the, of the of the mill. You know, of the of the corn of the of the wheat. You know, it's a, it's a massive grinding, and everybody, everybody's in it. None of us escapes. Mm -hmm. This life is life is what it is. You know, and we're here in physical bodies. You know, obviously spiritual beings, but we are here, and we have to deal with it. Mm -hmm. But but people are being ground into a a new a new situation unwillingly that's a pretty rough thing but when you want it and you see it coming it's not that bad right. it actually actually becomes like riding a wave or surfing a cataract and it, it's become it was a river now it's a cataract we are getting whipped downstream we're hitting boulders and running around stuff 
But if you're aware of it and what you're in and everything's under control ultimately, then you're not worried about it. It's like people trying to fight the undertow in the ocean. Mm-hmm. If you do that, you're going to drown. That's you're right. gonna, yeah. But if you just relax, and that takes some faith. That takes yeah. some trust. You've got to relax. Let it take you out to sea. And, you know, just relax. Don't worry about sharks. or any, you, you, This is your only option, and it's the smart way to go. You relax, and it's going to take you down the beach. But you know what? They're going to arrive at a different beach in, in, a, in, in a different location. And that's what's going to happen to this to humanity. Yeah. And those of us who are like, hey, new adventure. Uh, you know, I, all I had was a backpack on the beach. I really don't need much. Or, you know, but other people, oh, my storage unit, oh, my, right. <laughs> my, my reputation, my, yeah. my, my money in the bank that they've been trying to take. Yeah. Oh, 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 you know, and that's where this detachment and all that stuff comes in. Yeah. Well, you, you bring up, a, 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 you go through this so, again, eloquently and, and uh, so forthright in the book. Uh, there's something that, that came to mind as I was reading your book uh, in I call it the three C's. The, you need, there's a, a relaxed or comfort, a confidence, but also courage. You need all these three, the three things to be in balance, I think. Comfort, not in a, a sense of complacency, but don't get all, you know, torn up about it. Don't try to fight the toe. Just relax into it and, and do it with confidence. But you also have to have courage because this can be a lonely journey, very lonely. Yeah, and courage is not the absence of fear. It's the conquest of fear. Mm. We all get afraid. I mean, sure. we all have – there's nobody who can escape. Um, it, it's in our reptilian brain, you know, fight or flight. Uh, uh, this, you know, something's coming to take your life or the life of your loved ones. You have to, um, you know, act and or, or a tsunami is coming or an earthquake happened or, or you know, or what have you. It, these are – these are natural responses, but they're controllable with consciousness. But, but, but courage is, to me, it's, it's, um, it, it's a decision. Mm-hmm. Like to me, I think to me the most important quality, as I've been seeing it lately, it, to get through all this is determination. Because people are going to hit obstacles and changes in their lives and challenges they never dreamt um, possible mm-hmm. and when they hit they're they're not going to be sure they can overcome them no matter how aware and awake they think they are yeah and th- this is just the way it is and it's part of our growth it's part of our letting go but you know i'm going through major changes in my life it it, it happens and when it does if you're determined you'll be fine mm-hmm. and, and and if you, if you can take it with some guts and and um just the knowledge that um, ultimately, everything's under control, not in a complacent way, but to know that, okay, look, I've got my sights set. I, I'm, I'm, I'm committed to truth, so I have nothing to fear. I'm committed to do whatever it takes. I have nothing to fear. Now, people who are not committed are, are perhaps are not going to have that clear of a, a, a passage through, through those kinds of things. They, it, it could be more difficult. But the only reason for me that I'm... Uh, going through bigger changes and and um, and obstacles and things like that, and I can I can I can pass through them rather quickly, is because most of my life I spent doing the wrong thing. I've been through stupid things and held on to bitterness and anger, resentment. Um, when when the universe was showing me a big change in my life and I didn't like it, I got mad and I got resentful and I, I would carry it with me. You know, and you know deep 
subconscious stuff all interwoven with my upbringing and my childhood and whatever the issues. But having gone through that, I can look back and go, that was a wrong decision. I should have just let go. That was the best thing that ever happened to me. And mm -hmm. I couldn't see it for three years. Mm -hmm. you know, what an idiot. So when the next thing comes, that's, that's the next earthquake in your life, you can look back and go, that was the wrong response. I should have trusted. I'm going to do it this time. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to just going to trust. I'm going to I'm going to see the best in this and you know, you knowing it's it's you're on course and you get through it really quickly and that's one un unique thing about what's going on with humanity now. I think people are passing through things very quickly compared to what they used to have to go through in previous uh decades. Um mm -hmm. They you could mean, even be centuries. You mean personal, psychologically? Personal, Do you mean yes, psychological? Yeah. Per, okay. Personal development. Mm -hmm. Because it's happening. It's happening with couples. It's happening with relationships of all types. You know, very intimate, personal um, understandings, um, career changes. Uh, you know, having to leave friends behind, or yeah. I mean, you know, a fundamental child, but also facing facing our own demons, facing facing who we really. Going oh love and light and you know emphasize the good and the rest just goes away. No, you've got to face it. It's part of the it's part of the program. Mm -hmm. But don't be afraid of it. You know, and it's uh, these things arise. So um, I think we lost you, Zen. We'll be right back, everyone. Okay, everyone, we're back. You know, I have to say this would not be an authentic Zen Gardener call if we didn't get disconnected at least once. This is when we know Zen's getting real deep and <laughs> you got to laugh. You know, you got to let it roll off your back, right? Isn't this part and parcel of the awakening? Not getting pissed oh, off yeah. about these things? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, if, if, if we don't have a sense of humor, we're lost. Absolutely. <laughs> It, you know, that's it, it, one of the most important things to have. And it's a symptom, too, when you realize the foolishness of it all and <laughs> how idiotic these jerkwads are that are trying to do what they're doing. <laughs> I mean, and, and think about it. Think about it. They've got to keep replenishing the chemtrails continually. Mm. Why? Because Mother Earth will gobble them up. That's true. They have to keep, yeah. keep, keep reseeding the GMO plants. Why? Because they're unnatural. Mm. They have to keep re fluoridating the water they have to keep keep all the poisoning going why because all they are is imitators yeah. they're counterfeits well i want to get into and, that you, and yeah yeah you talk yeah. about that let me just say something you know you're you are not shy about describing in explicit detail these architects of the matrix among other things you call them usurpers in every sense of the word and i quote you know when i was chatting with our mutual colleague who i know you know john rapaport i refer to them as the goo makers these self-proclaimed designers of uh, consensus reality, whomever they are. The thing is when those, but this is the thing, when those who are awakened realize that this is a very plastic and bendable reality, at that moment, they can change the, the pieces on the chessboard. And the usurpers just become bad actors in a bad play that you can fire at any time because when you awaken, you become the director, right? Exactly, exactly. And that it, it's a fraud. I mean, it's a very real fraud. Like Einstein said, it's reality is an illusion, although, very, although a very persistent one. Yeah, it, 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 it's it, it's here, but uh, I mean, if it was Einstein, who knows who was who was putting words in whose mouth back then? Right. But but uh, um, yes, it, it is. It's a moldable reality. It's like John talks about. I mean, he's brilliant about imagination. He, mm -hmm. it, it, this is ours for the taking. It's ours for the molding. It's ours, like you said, for the bending. You know and it, no, it is not the spoon that bends, everybody. But, That's right. <laughs> I love but, that. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, but um, it's it's uh, it's ours for the taking, really. This reality is ours for the creating, and it might sound absurd when you look at the physical around us and all that. But as we discover who we truly are, we're going to see this manifest. And and I I I, I contend that this has already happened because things could be a lot worse. They would have taken this thing over a long time ago if they could have, but they can't because we are too awake and we're too mobile, we're too proactive, and uh, we're too alive. It, it's, it, it's said that you know, the long-term planners, these, 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 uh, the dark goo you're talking about, or I mean, one of the best words for them is parasites. It, they're, they're, they're imitators and all that, but they work very slowly they, and, and actually quite brilliantly in, in terms of how we view things because they planned this thing not just for centuries but millennia. Mm-hmm. And this is the culmination. And we are alive here for the culmination and we are here for a purpose, a really exciting one. And, and to, to really to bend that reality that they're, they're trying to impose by you know, manifesting the true one. But um, they work slow. They work long term. And if you even look at the faces of some of these really sick entities, such as the Rothschilds, Rockefellers, uh, Kissingers, the... Brzezinski's, you look at their faces and they're dullards. They're, there's no life in them. They, they even look like they're, they're slow. They talk slow. They're old. They're decrepit. They, they don't look capable of very much at all. So clearly, it, whatever role they have, and I don't think they're, they're the main players. I think it's whatever controls beyond that and beyond that. There's layers of stuff. But they're it's a long, slow thing. They don't have the get up and go or, or, or the ability to take the initiative and, and move quickly like we do. So our, our, on this playing field, our greatest... Uh, are we still together? We're still here. I'm okay, just listening good. intently. <laughs> the last, time, la- last time it dropped off, I was going, like, hello, hello? Anyway, <laughs> um, we have the initiative. We have the... This playing field is ours for the taking. They cannot move... Uh, um, quick enough to to counter whatever it is, whatever initiative we want to take. That, that's why guerrillas in in uh, during the, the the so-called you know all these these manufactured wars, they could hold whole armies at bay, and this goes right throughout history because they had the they had the mobility, they had they had the attacking initiative, they had they had the uh, they they could think clearly on their feet. They weren't carrying a whole bunch of equipment. They mm-hmm. they could move around. They could they could call the shots and hold them at bay, you know, just like a smart warrior in the jungle who knows how to um, deal with big cats or, um, you know, a whole passel of you know whatever kind of predator animals. If you know what you're doing, you know, obviously there's a time not to be there. Of course, that's one of the best things. Is like I said in one article, when your back's against the wall, don't be there. But it, but it's <laughs> it, it's. You know, you shouldn't have stayed home if you knew they were coming to knock on your door. In other words, that was part of part of what the article was addressing. Yeah. But um, um, we have that advantage, and that's extremely empowering, and and, and, it, and it's really the truth. And but what what they're trying to do is give us the impression that we're like them, move slowly. So it's, we're waiting for societal change. Mm-hmm. When when the mass. When the masses, when the mass media covers it, this is an approved change. Mm. You know, it's it's people are waiting for the signal from something that is so slow, so um, 
um, you know, vibrationally slow as well, but it, it is so off the mark, so old, so dead, um, you know, it, it's, uh, there's no energy to it, yet people are being taught to behave along those lines, thinking that change has to happen slowly. Mm. You know, I, I have to interject something. I, that's an interesting point, and I agree with you. And yet, I think there is an, this bit of a paradox as well. I think the, the bigger picture that you're describing, they're moving slow and wanting us to mimic that is is alive and well. But also, isn't it interesting that these same goo makers, we'll call them, are uh, pushing for quick quick fixes all the time push technology quick this you know so yeah that's true no wonder that the the psychosis is in full play because you the brain is getting both messages don't you think no you're right you're right that's very true because you look at look at technology i mean their whole thing is scientism you know this worship and adoration of science and the technocracy that they want to put in place and you know along with that comes you know artificial intelligence and all this mimicry yep i want to get into that yeah 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 but but it's um you're right they and they also do try to push too fast sometimes and then humanity pushes back and they they have to retreat a step like uh david i calls it the totalitarian two-step that's right and uh you know these are real things but overall you know overall if you look at the slow progression how things have happened just from the let's say from the founding of the Bavarian Illuminati in the 1700s what what they've gone through to bring about revolutions and I mean they've got to deal with their own infighting and all kinds of stuff they're not by any means so super coordinated and all on the same page as everybody tends to give them credit for mm-hmm. I agree with you let's stand this technology thing it, for it, a minute I'm, I'm sorry go ahead yeah. finish up finish up your thought no, I, no, I did. Go ahead. Okay. The technology to me, I think, is such a, a, a marked um, a way of really seeing what's going on. So this is what I want to run by you. You are well familiar, familiar with this term called smart. We've got smart everything, smart phones, smart television, smart appliances, smart meters. This has been foisted on the public like white on rice. And I, something just occurred to me. I think there's a very disturbing sort of under, underpinning to this idea, and maybe a little less obvious to some, that we can now rely on something outside of ourselves as smart. And the implication is that we no longer need to be smart. So they're asking us to allow technology to become sort of a proxy intelligence for humanity. What are your thoughts on that? That's brilliantly said. Brilliantly said. It's, again, giving over power to hierarchy, to authority. That's not even and, human. <laughs> it's really... No, but it, 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 think of the McDonald's eaters now eating chocolate-covered French fries. Oh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh... <laughs> Are you kidding? No, wait a minute. Stop. Are you kidding? No, I'm not kidding. Is that happening here? See, I yeah. don't do McDonald's. Yeah. Thank goodness. They're, wow. They're adding the chocolate syrup and white chocolate syrup on top of the French oh, no. fries. It's no. a It's marketing. After all, people want it. So let's... Let's let's clog them up good. It's a slow kill, as you know, and it's mm-hmm. absolute insanity. But Americans, unfortunately, will eat it up, up you know, up, the unaware. But you know, you said something. You said something. I have to bring up. I, I think all of these things are intertwined and related. Um, but this was interesting. You said um, we have a fascination. Now I say we, meaning obviously not you and me, but generally speaking, people have a fascination with evil. A fascination yeah. with evil. Where does this come from? And if this is some sort of a um, lower primal aspect of mankind, wouldn't you say that they, again, whoever they are, have leveraged this aspect of ourselves to do what it is they do? 
Again, very well said. They have leverage it. That, that's for sure. <laughs> they take advantage of any primal instinct they can. They, I mean, you know, it's they've got scientists. They've got oh, sure. It's yeah. a whole industry to to study human psychology and how they can uh, manipulate us. Since B.F. Skinner and and I mean, from way back, it's always been there. But um, evil. We're, yeah, we're fascination it's, 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 with evil. Yeah, but well, I've been talking about that a lot because I think uh, people ascribing so much power and almost adoration to these dark powers that shouldn't be um, are making a big mistake because it's a form of worship. Mm-hmm. It, it is it is it is a form of adoration. It, it is it is an acknowledging of power and, and a, a form of giving power to something that you it, that you fear, and it's a subtle form of fear because it's. It's this mm. thing you're talking about. So it's a worship, worshipful type of fear. Yes, you are so powerful, and we are just little alternative people who are trying to <laughs> to figure this out. And you know, it's not all to that extreme. Obviously, there's a whole spectrum of of degrees of this, but it's a tendency because when pe- people get overwhelmed by power, they've been brought up in hierarchy. The, the the local mayor can take their house away. The the president can rule. You can't have a gun. I mean, <laughs> you've you've they're living in a in a world that is controlled by others. I mean, you talk about a smart meter. You know, it, 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 all these in, entrainment mechanisms are already in place, so they're, they're taught to, to not be sovereign, not manifest their their natural uh, responses, natural intuition, and to receive from outside um, messages from uh, from controlling um, influences, mm-hmm. entities, uh, figures. Of, of all sorts, so you know these things. It's it's natural for people to fall into it, but when it gets into this whole thing of, um, well, look what happens on the on the other side where it looks like it's all candy and lollipops on the you know the climate change and the UN and all that, and people appealing to these NGOs for oh please, even the American Indians are making a big mistake. Some of those groups, in my opinion, they're going there to try to get the UN to pass things for them and this and that, as if those agencies could give one you-know-what for those people. Mm-hmm. And it, but they're looking for this, this global power structure imprimatur. They want, they want this to be approved, and therefore it's going to happen. And we have, to, we have to give up on that. The structure is designed to destroy and contain. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they'll, they'll, they back down a little bit, like we were just saying, and then enforce more. But ultimately, these are not the people to appeal to. Why should we have to appeal to anybody for for basic rights? That's right. I mean, the rights already exist. Mm-hmm. Who took who took them away? I mean, who says that they're theirs to grant? You know, you have the right to do this. I mean, it, it's all it, everything's based on a negative from the day you're born. You know, it, it's um, it's so ass backwards that it's it, it's uh, hard to fully grasp as people wake up. It, it is it is a you know gigantic revelation in 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 uh, in our lives but then then you have to start to apply it well then locally mm-hmm. okay the guy next door is using glyphosate on his crops it's poisoning us go talk to him if he won't listen maybe you need to appeal to an authority but hopefully he'll listen which i've heard happen right here in uruguay somebody was spraying his field the neighbor said hey what are you doing do you know what that stuff is explained it to him and he stopped you know great it's 
it's, you don't it, see it that can be that time. simple. You, you don't see that all the time. That's no, great. you don't. But, yeah. but people, do, but often people don't go to the farmer. They go to the local authority. That's right. Yeah. So there you have it. We're back into hierarchy, and then you got to appeal, and you got to change the law. You got to go to the town council, and maybe they'll grant you a meeting, or maybe they'll let you speak for three minutes and, and not cut you off, and they'll, they'll arrogantly sit on some big dais. And I've been to these things. You know, mm-hmm. they just just the way they sit there is like a judge, a judge, and the, this whole trip of how. They set themselves up as authorities to arrogantly oppress just by their presence and by the formulation of the of the mm-hmm. of the venue. It, it is it doesn't it's not to empower. It's like the United Nations. Oh, come to us. We have great big oak leaves around our globe. We shall take care of you. You know, right. it, it, it's it's it, it's preposterous. But to wake up to the the the, the dimensions of that. Um, I think it re- requires dropping out, getting yeah. out, just get divorcing yourself from the whole thing. Right. Then you don't have it doesn't have any power on you. Mm-hmm. And then you work like I was saying, like like your fundamental truth gorilla. You 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 can you can move about. You can get the truth out here, and you look for openings. And when you find the opening, you rush into it. Yeah, I believe when you look that's for the what openings, that's so you're doing. And I, yeah, what's that? I said I believe that when you look for the openings, it will also look for you. Yeah, exactly right. The teacher will show up. Yeah, I but, agree. But, but 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 we have to we have to do the stepping. It's like, you know, Harrison Ford or Indiana Jones stepping over that great divide to go find the golden chalice or whatever it was in that movie. It, the it, the bridge didn't appear till he stepped out, and then he realized, you know, he I don't know if you remember that scene, but he, he realized, mm. you know, when he stepped, it manifested because he he had the the faith and the trust to follow the instructions and he had the drive to, to fulfill his mission mm-hmm. and boom it, it was stone bridge that was sort of disguised or whatever but to, for him he could have fallen straight down the canyon mm-hmm. that, that, that's what steps of faith are like they take some guts and courage like you were saying courage. earlier that's right here we go again yeah yeah and, but what, what, look, I asked people what do you have to lose I mean your life aren't you going to die anyway <laughs> and what are you going to what are you going to die for what do you, and what are you living for and what are your grandkids going to grow up into? What are your kids going to grow up into? What's going to happen to the children of the world? What's going to? Are you going to watch Palestine get completely bulldozed into the ocean? Are, are we just going to stand by and watch, you know, Syria get decimated, and then in the next country and the next country? What? What do we? You know, how can we live with ourselves, not taking a, a stand, in, in in at least some way, right? And then eventually it'll get heart and you're going to want to do it in every way possible yeah well you know you're 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 speaking this is why folks i opened up this uh interview with my poem he he has might and it will not be shaken by any who question him i mean that zen because look here's the sad truth as much as i am optimistic about uh those that are we maybe overuse this word awakening or becoming uh acutely aware by the day there are still way too many that as you present these scenarios would say, well, what am I going to do about it? And I have to tell you, there's still a lot of, sadly, a lot of people that are having that reaction of just still complacency or just, you know, they're just giving up before they even get started. So let me ask you, what do you think, this is just, just a little question, what on earth, or maybe not on earth, is it going to take for those types of people to say, okay, I, I'm, I'm doing an about face? What's it going to take? Wow, you know what's interesting <laughs> is when, when you track um, what uh, you look at uh, many of the 
very powerful activists who are who are uh, manifesting this this change with real drive and real compassion. Um, many of them were touched personally. You look at um, moms who've lost their child to vaccinations, mm-hmm. or, or or moms whose whose children became autistic, or um, somebody who had a near death experience, or Jill Bolte Taylor. I'm sure you've seen her story where she had this massive uh, um, what, what's it called? An aneurysm? Did, was it an like an aneurysm? Yeah. Well, she had a stroke, and it shut down her whole left brain. And she was a brain. Yes, I do know that story. And she's a, she's an advanced brain scientist, and she articulates what happened and the, her awakening to consciousness. It is amazing. What does she do now? That's all she talks about. That's all she talks. Uh, that's all these people who've had these experiences talk about. Right. It, it when it's a personal experience, it becomes real. Now I haven't had any kind of a. Um, I'm going to have had several stages of awakening, and what's driven me since. My first awakening, way back in, in when I first got out of suburbia in New York and into university, and I woke up, um, I, 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 was, I just had to find the truth. That's all I knew, which should be taught to every child. The number one, who are you, why are you here, and where are we? Does anybody talk about that? No. You're given rote information, stuffed down your head like a, like a meat grinder. And those things you hopefully wake up to try to find out for yourself. Or most people sublimate it and stuff it somewhere. Or they join a religion who hands them the answer. Mm-hmm. And they can just take that. That gets taken care of one hour a week. That's easy breezy. You put some money in the dish and I'm, I'm good to go. And I'll go to heaven and all this stuff. But, but it's... Um, <clears throat> I lost my train of thought right there. But, um, uh I, I, Pick it up I, where you. Well, I, I was driving it. I was driving at something, and I just made a, a, a left turn. Um, but uh, what'd you say? <laughs> um, just for the audience, just so you know, uh, Zen has some backup. Can I mention? <laughs> can I mention her name on air? The love of his life, Elle? Gail. Yeah, <laughs> she's always standing by in case he loses his train of thought. Gail, what was he talking about? <laughs> okay, she's. <laughs> she, well, she's watering well, the plants right now. I must be boring. Well, her. you know what? We're actually <laughs> we're actually winding down. Uh, I, I'm tempted to go a little bit over, but I don't think we can. So, you know what? Let's let's jump to people have now woken up. In fact, you have a chapter in your book that says, "So you've woken up. Now what? Well, now yeah. what? Now what, Zen? Well, there's there's a video of the same title, and people should look it up on YouTube. It'll blow your mind. It's done by a dear friend in uh, South Africa. Mm-hmm. And actually, it's been used by a friend of mine in all of his presentations. And uh, um, it, it's quite powerful. It's just, it's an excerpt from it. But really, well, I've got a dear friend, uh, Kim Kamala uh, Ekman. She just finished a book called So What Can I Do? Mm-hmm. And I recommend people go look at that and, and pick that up as well if they can. It, it, and it's, there's, I, I, I happen to be in the book because I'm dear friends with her and her husband, Ole. But um, it's got um, Ken O'Keefe and David Icke and uh, uh, Cynthia McKinney and um, Sophia oh, Small, Smallstorm, Ole. Yeah, it's got, and, and it's a, but what, the reason for the book was to address Kim's family members about this whole awakening process and, you know, what it is that, that what, what are these people trying to say? So she gave us several questions to answer, and we all answered the same questions. The very fundamental questions, 
but it's very helpful for people to um, um, hear sort of a very basic approach as to what the awakening is. My book, again, also does the same thing. The first section is called The Awakening. And uh, in that section, um, so you've woken up, now what? That article is in there, and uh, I think people will find it quite empowering. The second section is called Navigating Our Changing World, which is things you're going to run into after you've woken up. Mm -hmm. You start to realize some of these more unsavory realities around us, which are very disturbing. As you know, you've got mind control and satanic pedophilia and all, all kinds of strange things, never mind the geopolitical baloney and uh, how we've been raised and uh, uh, the control paradigm of the matrix. The third section is called Language, Beliefs, and Other Hazards. Uh, and I'm sure I, that's great. I, I, I touched on that, but I wanna, th I'm sure that is phenomenal. That's huge to me. Here we go yeah. with the language, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, very important. And other hazards. Uh, I published an article today of a guy who realized he was, he thought he was channeling, but he realized he was being mind controlled. And uh, his name is Greg Giles. Uh, and he was a very, very popular channeler. And it, this is something I've cautioned people about. Be sure of your source, because there's all kinds of things going around. And uh, uh, I addressed that in that section and a whole lot of other stuff. And the last one's called Take Action, the last section. And that how to turn this into something that is going to be practical for not just yourself, your family, your loved ones, but the world around you. What can you do? And th this, is, this is obviously profoundly important because most of us feel very powerless. Why? It's been constructed that way. Mm -hmm. There aren't ways to manifest. You know, you, you can go down to the town hall, you can picket in the street and run into police. Wow, thanks so much. Can I write an article to the newspaper? Yeah, but they won't publish it. Like, you know, the avenues have been shut down, so people just sit home and watch the boob tube. It's, it's really pathetic right now. Mm -hmm. But there are avenues. That's why I'm part of the fullcircleproject.net. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. I wanted to ask how that was going. It's going good, and there's over 15,000 people now connecting from all over the world. There's something called, there called the Community Connector people can sign up to, and you, you'll find people in your own area that are, have similar interests. It's, it's uh, safe. It's secure. It's something. It's, it's an initiative. That mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm behind anything like that. The same thing with, with Ken's beautiful, Ken O'Keefe's beautiful initiative, uh, worldcitizen.solutions, mm -hmm. and that, that's the website. And he's come up with an initiative that it's another way where you can disconnect from government, stop supporting governments that are supporting war, you know, put, put your money where your mouth is, or don't put your money where you don't want your mouth to be, <laughs> and, 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 and manifest consciously and have some nuts, you know, some gonads in your life to, to actually take action against what you say you're against. Right. This is where humanity needs to start to... Yeah. Pull their shorts up. Like, it's, let, let's do it. Well, what do you have to lose? I mean, nothing. Actually, everything if you don't. Right. They're everything if you don't. So, it's closing in so fast. It's, the, the, it's, it's an urgent situation, and people are afraid to realize that because of the personal consequences. Well, it's time to get over it. You know, shut down. Give away your storage unit. Get rid of the junk in your life. Um, I always touch on the physical stuff because that, that seems to get people riled. But, <laughs> but, but it's that simple. But, you know, get out of the big banks. Um, you know, do what you know you should be doing. 
start a little at a time. That's I was just going to say that's so important, and I have to I have to interject. I think yeah. people get overwhelmed at, oh my God, I, if I'm going to really take action, it's got to be all at once. No, it doesn't. It's it's no. baby steps. Just do something. Exactly. Yeah. And people, another thing that bugs me, I talk about this almost every show, is this glorification of these great giants of change like Gandhi and Martin Luther King and these icons, well, they've been glorified and iconized for a reason. So nobody even tries to get there. Uh, they think yeah. they think they're so special and so different. Screw that. They're just like you and me. Mm-hmm. It, we, they were born in, in situations and all they did was have a freaking conscience. They, they responded to that conscience. Like the word responsibility. It's the ability to, to respond. respond. That's right. So, and, and we need to activate it. And boy, I tell you what, anybody listening, when you do the personal inspiration, the personal inflowing of, of uh, happiness and a sense of satisfaction that you've, you're really doing what you're supposed to be doing in your life doesn't compare with anything you've ever experienced. No physical security, no, no other, no, no emotional love, no nothing. It surpasses everything because it is what we're here for. And when you find your calling, you'll know, and, and even if you're just getting little pieces of it, Keep going. Just keep, keep going. going. I love Just it. Just keep going. You know, and then what is an army made of? A whole lot of individuals, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. it, it won't take many. I mean, I, as far as I'm concerned, if one person here on this planet wakes up to what the hell's going on, that's enough. Their, their cover's blown. But you know what? There's millions of us. We get it. We're catching on and it's spreading like wildfire. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is having a massive effect. And if people would realize their effect, not just so, socially, and uh, geopolitically and all those things, but in the morphic field, what happens when people wake up and create good, har- harmonious waves to, to, to neutralize their waves of destruction and, and confusion? I mean, the, the effects are so enormous because people are withdrawing from the matrix vibration and they're contributing to the truth vibration. That is huge. And as you get more intuitive and learn about this kind of stuff, you'll sense it. And when you start to see it, you go, wow, this is powerful. People need to know about it. Right. And what, what do you do? You've got to tell everybody else. And that, that's the job of all of us. Love it. Well, you know what? I'm going to have to let that be the last word. This is powerful. And everyone, he was on a roll I, he's, <laughs> and will continue to be. Listen, you got to get you are the awakening. You are the awakening. Zen, you're the awakening. I'm the awakening. We're, we are it. So thank you so much for this absolutely integral contribution to our community. And it's like, it's like uh, Jeff Renz told me. He said if you, he put in, in one of the reviews to the book, he said, if, if, if you aren't the awakening, who is? Who the heck is? I love yeah. it. Leave it to Jeff. Love it. Yeah. Okay, Zen, where can people find this book today? Um, they go to my website, zengardner.com, and you'll see a banner at the top. Click on it. It'll take you to the reviews and a link to Amazon. Some beautiful can... reviews, by the way. Beautiful reviews. Yeah, mind People, blowing. we all know. I... Absolutely. That's yeah, great. I'm blown away. And, uh, and then you can go, you, you'll get a synopsis on Amazon. It uh, has a, a, a short summary and what the book addresses. And... Um, Get it for everybody you can, as far as I'm concerned. I'm not out to do this to make money. Believe me, if I was into making money, I wouldn't be doing this. <laughs> but but, but uh, 
But I, but I, I want to see this distributed to everybody possible. And we're going to do everything we can on, on our end. Just, yeah, I appreciate that so much, Alexis. Yeah. I really do. Well, Zen, as always, what can I say? You, you are the awakening, dude. You're necessary. We love you. Thank you so much for coming back. Oh, thanks, Alexis. Big, big hugs and kisses to you and and Derek, and uh, so appreciate all you do. Back at you. Love you. You are the awakening. Is a calling to consciousness. A sobering yet powerful treatise that beckons each and every one of us to finally come out of the cocoon of complacency and into our authentic selves. This is about the true sovereign journey. And as Zen so eloquently said, this is about the rise of the conscious warrior. If you enjoyed this interview, I know you will enjoy his book. So I urge you to check it out, read some of the amazing reviews on his website, zengardner.com, and then pick up a copy for yourself. We'll have a link below where you can get the book. You can also listen to my first interview with Zen, conducted in the latter part of 2015. For all of us at Conscious Life News and Higher Journeys, I thank you for tuning in to Higher Journeys Radio. I'm your host, Alexis Brooks. 